1: This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks baby! And now, your host, CP the NY Fanatic.
2: This thing started, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show, a special edition Knicks offseason central, Jay Ellis, and joining us is the man of the hour. We got a draft coming up tomorrow night. We got free agency on Friday. This is a Knicks-like offseason, Jay Ellis, and we need answers. So joining us tonight (laughs) is our guy making his second appearance on the show, Ian Begley. How you doing, Ian? Thanks
3: for joining us, man. JP, Ellis, what's happening, fellas? How are you guys?
2: Hey, um, w- w- I would say I'm good. You know, I'm 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 anxiously awaiting some news, uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm appreciative of of this patient approach that this front office is taking. So, um, so far so good.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, the, the next, I guess, 24 hours or so, going to tell us a lot about what they're what they're thinking, what their approach is. I think they're going to be conservative and patient, but. You know, as you get closer to this draft, the trade talks will heat up. Maybe the price comes down on some trade prices about me moving up, moving back, whatever it is. So it's going to be interesting to see how things play out between now and when they start making picks at eight o'clock on Wednesday.
2: Absolutely, man. And the trade moratorium had lifted yesterday and things got off to a quick start when CP3 was traded to the Phoenix Suns. Now, it was always rumored that the Knicks were were said to be interested in CP3, but um, the way this Phoenix trade kind of transpired so quickly, you know, there was talk that Sam Presti um, had kind of helped CP3's team get this trade to Phoenix. From your perspective, um, do you think this was a situation where the Knicks weren't willing to meet you know, the package that that Phoenix was offering or was this a case where CP3 kind of put Phoenix on his list of
3: priorities over the Knicks? I think, you know, it was certainly uh, what you said first, which was I I never got the sense that the Knicks were willing to give up a package that would have equaled what Phoenix gave up to OKC there. But also something interesting that I'd heard was people with the Suns, like shortly before the trade, maybe a couple days before the trade, they expressed pessimism about the idea that they were gonna get Chris Paul to you know people in the basketball community. So I think mm. what happened was maybe they had an offer, they didn't think OKC wanted the offer, was interested in the offer, and then for whatever reason, maybe Sam Presti felt that, hey, this is a good offer, it's the best I'm gonna get, let's do it. But also he has a history of getting stars to where they wanna go. You talk about uh, Westbrook, and you talk about uh, Paul George, mm-hmm. Carmelo too. I mean, so Mm. he is, he has sent big name players from OKC to their preferred destination. So I'm sure that Chris Paul wanting to be in Phoenix had something to do with it, but I don't know if it was uh, as much Phoenix over New York, as it was Phoenix showing him that he can win there and he can be impactful there. And and I, I wonder if Phoenix doesn't have the showing that they had in the bubble if we're having the same conversation tonight.
2: Yeah, there's certainly yeah. some recency bias there, but I, I like that acquisition by Phoenix. Um, I feel like Devin Booker deserves to be on, on that playoff stage. So, uh, great, good pickup for them. Now, another guy who you had mentioned that the team held in sort of a same regard as CP3 is Russell Westbrook. What, what are you thinking, uh, what are you hearing on the Russell Westbrook rumors um, at, at this moment?
3: Yeah, I, I was told that the approach with, Chris Paul was, was similar to Russell Westbrook. I think one of the ideas is that I don't think people want to give up an, that the kind of assets that would leave the Knicks without enough assets to be in play for the next big trade or the next star that maybe becomes available via trade. I think that's part of the thinking, at least from some people over there, is you know they didn't want to give up a lot for Chris Paul or they don't want to give up a lot for Russell Westbrook. That would leave themselves not being able to – be in conversations for the next player, whoever it may be. And so if that kind of holds firm here, I would expect them, you know, not to be uh, throwing out like certainly not multiple first round picks, maybe uh, a future first that they feel would be, you know, in the late first round, maybe they're comfortable with that, but certainly nothing that, you know, would cause them to like empty the cupboard for Russell Westbrook. And I think a lot of what this is going to come down to is Houston's, comfort and appetite for having either one disgruntled star or two disgruntled stars on their roster uh, Mm. during the season. If they're comfortable with that, then they can wait because they're not under any obligation to trade these guys. If they're not comfortable with that, if they want to give Steven Silas, you know, a a normal situation to work with from day one, then they will pull the trigger and, and they won't get as much as they would if they were able to hold out a little more.
2: Yeah, that was my other question because um, this Harden to the net stuff is just kill me. I can't, I can't, oh man, I I can't stomach it too much. But, <laughs> that hurts you guys, yeah, you know, big time, big time, man. But how much <laughs> do you think you know the Harden trade kind of weighs in on maybe Houston's action price for Westbrook? You know, if they're able to unload Harden to Brooklyn, the Houston kind maybe come down on their request in a more desperation mode to get to offload Westbrook.
3: Well, I think one thing that would happen you you guys are alluding to it is the idea that Houston could have some leverage now because they could say, "No, oh, we're keeping yeah. these guys. We're, yeah. we're trying to run it back. But the second you get off of Harden, then I think teams know that, okay, Westbrook, they want to get rid of them. So we don't have to offer as much. Um, and, and maybe it's, it's also true the other way. If you did Westbrook first, you know, you're getting off Harden, but I think it's more so. You do Harden first, then teams know you want to get off Westbrook. Uh, So the order there is going to be interesting from a leverage perspective. Bobby Marks was talking about it on ESPN, and he said, and this made sense to me, but you could look at it from both ways. He said, you think you do Harden first, because then if you did Westbrook first, you lose your leverage with Harden. Mm -hmm. So the order Mm -hmm. there is going to be interesting, but obviously Harden has put the Rockets in a tough spot by – you know, according to reports and you know, I've confirmed this with a few people that he just sees the Nets as a destination. And, oh. you know, when you do that, other teams are not going to be willing to give up a ton for yeah. a player who doesn't want to be there. So it's yeah. just going to be an interesting dynamic there in Houston and, and it's going to be going to have ripple effects for the whole league.
2: Domino effect indeed man so um, you know off season wise trade free agency you have CP3 out of the picture Westbrook we're not so clear on where do you think from from the point guard perspective you know outside of the draft where do you think they may go you know for a veteran presence or just an upgrade at the position man I really think it's important that, that we get a floor general that can really help make this team better.
3: Right, so if we're talking about it's not Westbrook, then, you know, you mentioned it, actually, CP, on your show. I heard in recent days that you, uh, excuse me, Utah, there's been, I think, teams poking around on, on Connelly. Um, right. So, you know, that's maybe somebody that the Knicks look into if, if the situation makes sense. So I think you look there. If you look at uh, Tom Thibodeau and his history, you know, DJ Augustine down in Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, he and Thibodeau, I think they have a strong relationship. So you look there and then, you know, beyond that, you, you look at Fred Van Vliet and I just, I think he's going to end up back in Toronto And just from the conversations and, and, you know, the, the idea that now with Phoenix not having the cap space because Chris Paul is there, they're, they lose a team that would be in the Fred Van, Van Vliet market. So I think they end up back in Toronto. So I don't think he's uh, going to be an option. Um, so I don't you know, Chris Dunn is kind of interesting to me. I don't, yeah, obviously, you don't see him yeah. as an upgrade, but yeah. maybe he's the younger player that you could you could take a flyer on and you could see if you get him in your program um, and, and help him reach his potential. Then that's a win for your organization. But I don't think there's like this an obvious answer to that outside of the draft if we're not talking about uh, Westbrook. So with Van Fleet,
2: you know, as you said, Phoenix is out of the picture. You have Detroit sitting there with Cap Space, but I don't I don't think anybody really wants to go to Detroit. Um, so you <laughs> think you think there's a certain number there that the Knicks have for Van Fleet? Or what so, what do you think they, their interest is in him or their priority is for him?
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know specifically the number, but I, the sense that I had gotten uh, from a few people was that they I don't think there would be blowing like excuse me, a Toronto offer out of the water, like, a, you know, something that was reasonable, a reasonable offer from Toronto. I don't think the Knicks were going to like going to come over the top and, you know, offer like, you know, four or $5 million more annually if Toronto came in and said, hey, we're, we're going to give you 20, 22 annually. I don't, I don't see the Knicks like blowing that away. And because of that, that's part of the reason why I think he will end up uh, back in Toronto. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe the Knicks, they see that, you know, we can't get Russell. and We want a point guard. Uh, Let's just let's go crazy. Let's let's give Fred Van Vliet a huge two year deal. But just based on the stuff that I was hearing over the last few weeks, I'd be surprised if that happened.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Um, Another guy that could potentially shake loose, you know, uh, Drew Holiday was traded um, from the Pelicans to the Bucs. The Pelicans now have Bledsoe. They now have George Hill in tow. Um, What do you are you hearing anything about Lonzo Bull
3: and, and his future in New Orleans? What I, would, what I would look to there is to see what New Orleans does on draft night because I know that they had interest, they have interest. Some people, they're really like a point guard that's projected to go ahead of where they are at 13. So mm. let's say they trade up for that player or the player slides back to 13. If they draft a point guard, then you know that they're at least not fully committed to the idea of signing Lonzo Ball uh this song, this summer whatever the offseason is going to be um as a restricted free agent so that'll be a tell um so i think you'll have more clarity on that situation um when it, after draft night you know people speculate about yeah. you know they're not committed to him long term maybe they want to wait and see what he does this year and and decide that way but um I think if they go point guard, I think you could be pretty sure that He's going. Lonzo, you know, they would have trade talks for Lonzo because yeah. you're not going to lose him for nothing.
2: Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea, Jails. You know, you certainly finished yeah. the, the season off strong. I think he finished his last 10 was 14-8, uh, 43% from downtown. You know, turns the ball over a little bit too much, but uh, I don't think Lonzo would be a bad idea. What
4: do yeah, you think? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the shooting has improved that much. Uh, he plays defense, he competes, and fast breaks. Are going to help RJ run up and down the floor. So I would love Lonzo here. But, um, question to so you. One, though.
3: Let me ask one more. Uh, so, sorry, mm-hmm. Jay, i add one more thing on the point guard situation. I do think that, you know, there are people there with the Knicks that would like to see Dennis Smith Jr. kind of mm. get another run here and, and see what they have in him. You know, whether I don't think it's a starting role, maybe it's a backup role, but I think they want to leave room for him to earn minutes. Some people mm. do. So, I just think that's that's a piece of the puzzle there when you talk about the point guard position, because um, if those people, uh, you know, kind of went out or if they have the majority opinion there, then that's going to dictate what they do at point guard because you want to leave a lane for Dennis Smith Jr. to try to get minutes in your rotation.
4: Yeah, and, and that's what i was going to ask you, Ian, because, you know, we have heard rumors that Tom Thibodeau is a fan of Dennis Smith Jr., and we have Alfred Payton here. We have Dennis McGinn here. And we also have Frank McKenna. So if we do get a guard, do you have a sense of who might be the odd man out, out of that rotation?
3: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, my assumption, excuse me, would be that they don't pick up the option on Alfred Payton. If, hmm. they, you know, you draft a guard or you acquire one in free agency, because that's. That is the, uh, the, the easiest, I guess, path of least resistance if you need to get a point guard off the roster. But um, you know, there were scenarios that, as of you know, maybe it was a week ago, ten days ago, I heard, that there were scenarios where they would keep Alfred Payton, and then obviously, you know, he's a could be a valuable trade chip for them, whether it's now or or before the deadline this season. So that was one thing they were talking about. But I think Payton would be the easiest one to. Kind of cut loose. Um, obviously, with Frank and Dennis, you would have to find a trade partner.
2: Well, Ian, we got we got thirteen hundred people going strong in the chat right now. But the Peyton topic, we might have we might have lost a couple. Man, the chat might not be too thrilled <laughs> with the Alfred Peyton return. Uh, no offense to him, but you know, I, listen, I, like I said, I just want to upgrade, Ian. We we it's it's been too mm-hmm. long with the patchwork, and until we get a dynamic playmaker at any other position, the point guard is going to be critical to the success. Of the overall Absolutely. team, that that's mm-hmm. just no my doubt. opinion on it.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, that has to be you know first and foremost among the decision makers over there is, is solidifying that position.
2: Yeah. Um. Before we get to draft, just rapid fire and a couple other of the top free agents. Um. Christian Wood. You hear yes. anything about him?
3: Uh, my guess is he goes back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um. You mean uh, Detroit? Excuse me, Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. My guess is he goes back to Detroit. I know they want him back. Um. I think, you know, people kind of surveying the market for Christian, other teams feel like the Knicks will be a threat. But I think it, it's kind of similar to Van Vliet, at least that's my sense, is like if Detroit came with a strong offer, I don't see the Knicks going over that like heavily yeah. in, in, in a way that would cause Wood to turn down more money. So that's my read on it. Um, I haven't heard anything that would lead me to believe differently, but you know, if I do, I certainly will write about it. But that's that's how I see it right now.
2: My guy, the rooster, Danilo Gallinari. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. some talk that there's two Eastern Conference teams that have an offer out there for him. We know Miami's was hot after him from last year. He Mm. said he wants to play for something real. Where where, where do you think Danilo ends up?
3: So I think, you know, if the Knicks, let's say, they traded for Chris Paul, right, and they told Danilo, hey, we're going to get X, Y, Z. We're going to be ready to compete, at least for a playoff spot next year. I think they could make a strong case to Danilo Gallinari that hey, come here, like we'll do sign and trade, or we'll sign you, and you know you could be a part of something uh, competitive here. I don't think that they're going to be able to convince Gallinari on that. So yeah. I think Miami, Miami is certainly a team that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, I think now with uh well specifically with Miami with Giannis, right everyone's guessing the best guess would be he stays in Milwaukee Mm -hmm. after what they did last night. So Miami, but also Dallas, like, I wonder if now they Mm -hmm. feel like there's no need for us to really go crazy by like with keeping our 2021 cap space open. Do they make a stronger player for Gallo? And I think in a perfect world, you know, one of those LA teams, uh, you know, would be in the mix, I think he would give consideration to one of those LA teams. But just it doesn't work. I don't see how it would work roster wise mathematically.
2: How about uh Davis Bertains?
3: I think DC he's gonna go back. Mm. Um mm. and I and I can't tell you that I've talked to a lot of people about that. So I don't have a lot of insight on uh Davis and but I just you know, Washington people have talked about he'll be back, we want him back. So I, I think that'll be the way that goes. Uh, the thing about, you know, not actually specific to Bertans, but also to other players, like talk about Obi Toppin. And I just wonder like Thibodeau, he's going to have a voice, right. For yeah. these personality decisions. Is he going to want a, a player who doesn't look like he could Gotta be a strong of defender? Right. Yeah. 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 That's the thing that I wonder about. So you talk about a guy like Bertans, like I can't see, and I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. I can't see Thibodeau. Like, pounding the table saying, we got to sign <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah, yeah. play defense. <laughs> yeah. So it's just going to be interesting to see how that factors into uh, where things go for New York. I'm
4: I'm thinking Marcus Morris, man. He was talking about this behind the scenes, CP. A MOOC reunion. Marcus Morris returning.
3: <laughs> well, before you guys know this, before Leon Rose took over, the plan was to bring him back. Uh, I think on like a three-year deal, like he was coming back. Um, and then Leon Rose came on. And I think, you know, that I wouldn't certainly wouldn't rule it out. I think, uh, probably depends somewhat on other teams, interest in Marcus and the way things go, obviously for the Knicks. but I wouldn't rule it out because there are a lot of people who were in the Nick organization before Leon Rose took over, who are still there mm. within their positions of influence. And I'm not talking specifically about Scott Perry, but other people. So right. there are certainly Marcus Morris fans. I think those people value the way he kind of could handle you know, the, the New York media, not media. I don't want cause I hate when people say it. I just say the market, like <laughs> yeah. the fans, the media, everything. It's a little yeah. bit more than you get in other places and they feel like he handled it well. feel like he was good for the young guys. So um, just based on that alone and the idea that it, it was, they wanted it to happen before Leon took over. I certainly think that both sides will kick the tires and see what's going on. And obviously his brother too, I think is free. So yeah. yeah. And his brother is
2: to be a much more efficient player as well. I think I I think I bring Keith in here, JLS, before I bring Mook back. Really? Yeah, <laughs> only, only because uh, you know, they, they cannibalized uh, RJ a little bit too much, man. I like I like mo I, I like Frank What would be a dog, CP? I like him a lot, man. I I, th- I thought Keith was, was a better, uh, more efficient of of the twins, if you will.
3: CP, you're gonna get the the Morris family <laughs> coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Do not second that. I'm just telling you that, that. That's <laughs> tough, man. Um,
2: my number one target, Ian, and it's not sounding too great, is uh, Joe Harris out of Brooklyn. I'm yeah. waiting to see what Brooklyn does to see if he can shake loose. They're saying Atlanta's hot after him. What, yeah. what are you hearing about Joe Harris at the moment?
3: Yeah, all the teams that have cap space. I don't know about Detroit as much, but certainly Atlanta. I think a Charlotte, too. But I think at the end of the day, he's going to be back there. I think uh, – I think they'll do what it takes to get him back. Uh, Money-wise, they value him a lot. Um, You know, maybe the Harden situation somehow. Yeah, I'm hoping that changes things. Throws things out of the way everybody thinks it's going to go. But, no, I think he'll be back there. Damn. (laughs) And and I would say this. The teams that kind of are monitoring his situation, uh, I think they... (laughs) They yeah. also kind of have that assumption. I expect that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, to the draft, Knicks are sitting at eight. Tomorrow night is D-Day. Well, what would you say they feel would be the best case scenario at, at number eight?
3: You hear a lot about Obi Toppin and how he has fans in the organization. And so, you know, reporters I respect have said that. Non-reporters I've talked to have said that. So, I don't have a reason to to not believe it. The, the reason that, I kind of, I I scratched my head a little bit. It was because of the defense that we talked about, but mm-hmm. maybe that's a non-issue. Um, the other players, Hal Burton. I think if he's there at eight, you know, he certainly has fans in the organization. Uh, the, the interesting thing to me, though, is you know, there's been I, I think uh, Mark Burmer of the Post, Steve Popper Newsday, reported about Devin Vassell, and I and I think Vassell, you know, Knicks people are Knicks people are high on him. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be there at eight no matter what happens. Yeah. So, Okoro, is he there at eight? Um, I don't I don't know, but I think it's Vassell over Okoro. At least that's my read on it yeah. right now yeah. because Vassell can shoot. And Okoro, maybe he turns out to be a good shooter, but you don't know. I mean, and, and Vassell, like, he showed a lot on the defensive end of the floor at Florida State. But obviously, so much of it is predicated on what happens ahead of the Knicks. Yeah. You can't predict what those teams ahead of the Knicks are going to do. You can't predict whether a Russell Westbrook trade is going to go through between now and the draft. And you you can't predict whether, again, the price goes down to move up and the Knicks decide to do that, or there's a good, good deal to be made behind them. And they decide to move back. But I think if they're at eight and one of those four are there, you got to throw Killian Hayes in there too. I don't know where he's going to end up. How
2: about Lewis? Uh, Where do you think they stack Lewis up against uh, the, the Wings?
3: Say again. CP, what I'm sorry. Where do you think
2: they they stack Kira Lewis up against a, a Vassell yeah. or you know a Coro?
3: Well, they they like they like Kyra Lewis a lot, and I, I said Kira, but it is Kyra, so I got to correct. Yeah,
2: you. I always mess that up too. Me yeah, too. I always too.
3: Yeah. So I, I heard that yeah, they like him a lot. That he did well in the workout, and um, I you know just based on it would be, I think it would be a tremendous pick just based on what coaches down there talk about he could do on defense and kind of his passion for the game. And I think, you know, Tom Thibodeau, just people on his, people on Kyra's side say Thibodeau would love him. So I think it'd be a fantastic fit. Um, I don't know, like teams have said, like they would take Kyra over Halliburton. I don't know if the Knicks feel the same way. I don't know because they've done a really good job of keeping things close to the vest. Um, But I, you know, it would be, it would surprise people. I think if they took Kyra at eight, but it could be a home run pick. Certainly if they traded back, Kyra's there. I think that's the guy. Um, but I, yeah, I think he he definitely, uh, he has people who really like him over there. But I think Phoenix also, maybe, probably not now with Chris Paul. That's probably not going to happen. But mm-hmm. before the Chris Paul trade, they liked him a lot. So be right. interesting to see where he goes. Uh, him at eight, I, I, I would be fascinated by that pick. Uh, I, I would just be, maybe they think that the safer route would be to go with somebody else.
2: Like like a Vassell. You know, the trade back is very interesting. I look at Boston, who has three first-round picks and and may not be able to field all of them. There's talk that they're high after Okongwu. Knicks sitting there at eight. Um, Maybe the Hawks, you know, get involved at six. Um, Do do you think the Knicks are are considering a a potential trade back to 14 or just within that uh, that range?
3: I really think, because I haven't heard anything to let me believe otherwise, that, everything's still on the table. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, conversations leading up to seven o'clock, whatever um, you know, the, the, the the dynamics will change, the price will change on things. And so I don't think anything's been ruled out. Um, Another player that could be in that area, uh, Tyrese Mm Maxey, you know, obviously Kenny Payne knows him well. Um, I think other people uh, appreciate his game and what he could be at the next level. So that's somebody I would keep an eye on. I know uh, Mike Vorkanoff of The Athletic reported that Sadiq Bey uh, right. worked out in person for the Knicks. Right. So if they trade back, maybe he's there. So a lot of it depends though on kind of what they see with the point guard position and what happens between now and when they make their pick. Uh, Cause I think you start there, but if you feel like Either if you feel, you know, you could get a point guard next year or you feel strongly about getting one in a trade and then you go Vassell or Okoro at eight, then maybe, you know, I, I just think that that has to be taken into account and we don't know which way they're going to go there with the point guard position. Yeah, But I think if you go, if you look at um, 27, right, mm-hmm. the one thing that, that I found so interesting was Paul Biancardi. He's the ESPN national uh, recruiting director for basketball. And he – so he sees these kids when they're in ninth grade and watches them throughout high school. Mm-hmm. And he also played for Tibbs at uh, Salem State. So he knows Tibbs. Oh, yeah. He knows a Tibbs kind of player. And he thinks that uh, Jamie's – I'm going to butcher his first name and mm-hmm. I apologize. Oh, Jameis, Jameis Ramsey. Ram- Jameis, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you. Jameis Ramsey, Texas Tech. Uh, yeah. He thinks <laughs> Tibbs would love him. And he thinks, like, at that spot maybe it's a little bit of reach, but he really thinks that – he would he would be really strong for the Knicks program, and he also loves Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart but yeah. I just that mm-hmm. kind of just popped into my mind when we were talking about moving back because those guys are at twenty seven. I would expect them to be in the mix.
2: A lot to consider, man. This yeah, thing is coming man. in fast and loose. But uh, I think the bottom line, listen, I think the Knicks have a ton of options at play, man. I think the Knicks have a ton of options at play. Uh, never a bad thing. This could be a conservative approach, as you said. But when you think about the free agent class and next year, the draft class and next year, this is probably the best route for them to pursue, anyway. So, absolutely, um, I, I think this is this is a good course to take, man.
3: The one thing I wondered, CP and JL, is uh, you know the idea. And a lot of people talk about it. The idea that nobody wants to be the first guy here, right? As far as a star goes, right. so you you need to either trade for somebody that's why I like the Westbrook trade. I don't know people like some people scratch their heads, but yeah. there's something to be said about like Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook players talk. And like, if those guys have a good experience here and they feel like it's a, it's an organization that is building things the right way, they'll talk to other players about it. And then that matters when it comes to, you know, courting other free agents. I know it probably sounds silly to some fans, but I, I know that that matters because people around the league talk about it. So Who's that first guy gonna be? I mean, do you draft the guy and and hope that that's that's your first guy and he's the guy to attract free agents? Because as we saw with Brooklyn last year, like you're not gonna be able to just sell the garden. You're gonna have to sell a roster, like a piece away from winning. You need to sell that free agent on the idea that hey, you're gonna bring us over the top. So it's just I don't. That's the the part of the equation that the Knicks have to figure out, and I don't know how they how they do it, but it, it has to happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Channing Frye definitely made those same uh, sentiments. So yeah, it's tough, man. Never an easy way to build, but you know, yeah, Ian, we we definitely appreciate you taking the time out. You know, it's a busy schedule for you. So uh, th- thanks again for coming through, man.
3: Fellas, my pleasure. My pleasure. I want to say one thing before I go. Yep. I always thought like Man, I just want to be like a random caller one night. Just call <laughs> in uh, well, something always gets in the way, whether it's my kids, uh, my wife needs something. But yeah. I'm always seeing the tweet. I'm like, I'm going to call in one night. Just hey, say what's up. Always,
2: so. always welcome, man. Just let Dave know it's Ian Beckley, man. We'll, we'll put yeah. you all at the top, man. No worries.
4: Yeah, Pete,
3: cut the line.
2: Yeah,
4: man.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate Ian, you guys. Ian, thanks again, man. Oh.
3: CP, we should mention, we have you on tomorrow, right? Yep.
2: Tomorrow, 12 p.m., SNY, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter,
3: right? Yes, sir. Check us out. Noon live. We're going to be talking draft. We got Jonathan Washman, Bleacher Report, Chris Chris (laughs) Wilson, CP, myself. We'll be breaking it all down at noon tomorrow.
2: Yes, sir. Ian, thanks again, man. Get
3: some sleep, bro. Thank you, fellas. Take care. All
2: right. Take it easy. That was Ian Begley of SNY. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We are at 1694 in the chat jails. I think we might have set a record. The Knicks fans are in here, nice, hot and nice, hungry nice, nice. for some draft <laughs> news. Uh, 1,700 and climbing right now. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that thumbs up button for Ian Begley. Hit that thumbs up button Damn for right. CP and Jay Ellis. Damn we ain't, right, we, ain't work. we work in here working. We working jails. We working. <laughs> Right. I don't know how much the Knicks are working you know, on moves. Well, we'll, well, you know, we'll see what
4: happens. We'll see <laughs> they did make a move yet, CP. Yeah. They didn't make a move
2: yet. Not, not, not yet, man. <laughs> not yet. Um, before we um, get to the calls, I just want to say this show is brought to you by my friends at Manscaped J. Ellis, And J. Okay. Ellis. Autumn is in the air. And mm. Manscaped is here to ensure that you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming. By pumpkins, we actually mean your boys downstairs. And Manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for those pumpkins. And great news to all my fans in the UK, Canada, and Australia. Manscaped is now shipping to your location. And as I said, this is the uh, the Lawnmower 3.0, fellas. This is what you need to take care of those crown jewels. And Nick Free, you know, that's the most important thing to keep you safe. Keep your joints safe from nicks and harms. It's very lightweight, durable. You get extra battery life. It's wireless here. Uh, You get an LED light. And this is the lawnmower 3.0. And for our viewers, Jay Ellis, if you go to manscaped.com, enter promo code Nicks, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping on your total purchase. 20% off plus free shipping on your total purchase. Go to manscaped.com and enter promo code Nicks. All exactly. right, let's. um Before I get JL's back on the screen, let's get to the phones. Let's hear from my guy, JL's. Okay. Ron Cleveland in the building. What's going on, Ron? Man. Man, <laughs> man, 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 man. Ron, what's good, bro? JL. Hey, hey,
5: what's up, fellas?
2: What up, man? Ron, Ron, long time, man. How you been, man. bro? How's everything going?
5: Man, hey, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing fine, man. You know what I mean? i to my workout regimen, man. I'm, I'm at about 168, 167. Good. You know, down from almost 200 pounds and stuff. So, hey. Okay. It, good, man. Hey. Man, I'm telling you, I, I've been trying to stay away from calling in, man. I said, I'm going to wait until the thing get a little bit closer before I call. You know, I've been having all kinds of thoughts with all these rumors flying out here. But I'm going to tell you all like this, man. This that, that, what's the rest of the deal? Initially, I was like, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and just cook this thing. Just let this thing rock with our youngsters that we draft and stuff. But if, if Russell Westbrook coming coming available, man, let let's be real. Let's just be real.
2: Ah, he wants some chips. Think about
5: what Russell Westbrook did yeah. yep. with OKC after KD left. I'm not looking at what he did with with Houston because playing with James Harden. You ain't going to be playing. He's going to just be playing with himself with that ball.
2: Yeah, that that was going to be a tough fit. That was going to be a tough fit.
5: I don't don't look at at Russell Westbrook that year with with Houston. I look more so at what he did with OKC. A bunch of no-name players, a bunch of young players. You know what I mean? So I look at us. You got a bunch of young players. But the thing is with, with Russell Westbrook, and the reason why I think it would be a great trade to get him Granted that we don't have to give up too much. The thing about Russell Westbrook, you know he coming to play every night. We ain't going to ever get on here after the game and be like, oh, he didn't play hard. You know what I mean? We never going to have to worry about that. And another thing, what I love about the kid, is the kid is going to be a mirror image of the coach. And anytime that you got a, a coach and, and his start playing lockstep with the same kind of mindset, that's a recipe for a win. It's, it's like a it's like a coach and a quarterback. If you got a good coach and you got a good quarterback, you got a chance to win. We got a chance to make the playoffs if we get Russell Westbrook. And let's just be real, also, who in this draft is better than Russell Westbrook right now? Yeah, I answer for you. Nobody. You remember the guy? What two straight seasons being a triple double machine, passing the ball. So the thing is, and and this this is my roster that that I'm envisioning. Yeah. What do you think? We get if we get Russ, the ripple effect. You get Russell Westbrook, CP Dallas. Now you, now you sending sending a shout out to hey, we gon' we to go for the win. You got the right coach in mind, so you got Russell Westbrook. We go out if we can draft if we can draft Ob Toppin' at eight. That that's gonna open him up with Russell, Russell Westbrook. RJ gonna benefit from him. Mitch definitely gonna benefit from him. And you know what else that's gonna do if we get Ob Toppin'? Who the one player everybody been screaming about, let's get out of New York, let's drive him across the Hudson? <laughs> Julius Randle is gone. All right, so what's, you your, price?
2: What, what, what's, what's your price? What's your price, Ron? What's your price? Julius and who? Who are you giving up that's for Westbrook? A,
5: that's the Houston one. Houston won a young player. Julius Randle is only 25. You send him, and DSJ, you pack both them boys up. Let both them boys go to Houston for Russell Westbrook. And, and, and we rock up. You know what I mean? So, so that's that's what I'm looking at, man. I want Westbrook. Rest I want it. I'm telling you right now. And we won't be sorry if we get that guy, man. We want to pick. Be sorry, I'm telling you right. right now. Appreciate we'll the, the call.
2: Him. Appreciate the call. Listen, it's certainly possible, J Ellis. Right? We we're not talking about a scrub here, right? I, I nah. think I think you know some of the haters get a little bit too rambunctious when talking about Westbrook. Yes, shooting numbers aren't good multiple knee surgeries, getting older, relies on his athleticism. What happens when the explosion's not there and the jumpers are, are aren't falling, right? Um right. then you can look on the flip side, absolute dog. The triple-doubles, right. the success, right. you know, th- he kept OKC competitive, you know, Next. during during that stretch without without KD, MVP season. There's a lot to there's a lot of positives to Westbrook. 50 million dollars Ellis, is not one of them when at one point he's going to account for 40% of your cap. And shout out to Shwini. Shwini had had mentioned that today on, on,
4: on Twitter. Mm. It's a tough call. Tough call for me, man. I I I I I, I saw Channing Fry say it. I heard Alan Hahn say it. Yeah. I heard Ian say it. Adamant. They were adamant. I'm still I'm still not convinced. I'm sorry. I'm still yeah. not convinced. I I, it's, I can't fathom. I can't I just can't fathom Russell Westbrook. Having the ball in his hand so much to the point where we still don't get to see RJ um, handle the ball in the end game situation and see what he can do. Like the the, the game, the game CP where we did a live game with uh, the Houston Rockets, yeah, where RJ had the ball in his hand last possession and he brought it home for us. You remember remember that feeling? The fans were nuts. Like we finally got to see him take the shot for the first time Mm -hmm. ever. And it felt good. We still don't know if he can do that in a consistent basis. And if, we've, if Russell Westbrook is here, we still won't know for three more years. And by the time Russell Westbrook's contract expires, it'll be time to figure out if we're going to pay RJ. And by that yeah. time, we won't even know if he can do that long term, unless Russell Westbrook is injured. Agreed. And then we'll find out then for 10 games or whatever. Until he comes back.
2: Listen, my, my thing is this. For all the reasons that everybody, you know, names for bringing on Westbrook, to me, that that move should have been for Chris Paul. Simple and plain. That's, it, it, that's the move that you make to elevate your team and make your young guys better. Um, not to say that Brody can't, but Chris Paul would have been a better fit here. Period. And I would have been able to live with a, a Chris Paul trade had they made it. Um, and, you know, even though I wouldn't want to necessarily give up the young pieces, I can understand it because Chris Paul, he's a team changer he's Rad. a team changer he's like LeBron but less so he's a team changer I saw something where he's raising the uh Phoenix's playoff potential now to like by like 37 percent has to off the rip that's CP3 that's a CP3 effect mm-hmm. um so let's see but but at the same time let's be real I think the Knicks are approaching this in a in a in a good way we're not desperate for Russell Westbrook you no. know what I'm saying and they should not be and they should not be looking to to gamble in on their future assets to bring Westbrook here for feel good, you know, they'll be competitive, they'll make the 8th seed. You know, I think we got to dial that back a little bit.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I did I saw something earlier today where the Knicks said they might sort of kind of maybe think about offering a late dollar pick, maybe yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> for Russell Westbrook, like they still wasn't really sure if they would do it. Yeah. So I'm like, I like that approach. I mean, granted, I don't even like that we're engaging Russell Westbrook. To be honest, no nah, but... I told
2: I told you when it first started that I still still think they should listen. But no, I, I, I think it should be something where they they should be compensated for
4: taking on that money. I feel you. That, I that's understand. Just that. Point blank.
2: That's just I
4: just mean. like that. I just like that we're finally kind of standing in our power. Like, I, I like that. I yeah. like we're not coming off as the desperate girl who's just trying to get, like, I, I like that. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> That's a
4: fact. Like, so to everybody in
2: the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We're at uh, almost 2,000 JLS creeping in between Knicks Fan TV, Knicker Time Show, and Facebook. Run it up. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that like button um let's get to the phones let's see who's here who we got oh we got mm-hmm. a hear from my guy jails jay from florida in the building jay what's going on bro
6: yo run it up run it up hit that hit that hit that hit that subscribe button hit the like button for your boys run it up run it up oh listen i've been seeing on nick twitter all day oh how come we ain't making no trades <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they ain't doing nothing. It feels like uh, Steve Mills and Scott Perry still running the team. What's going on? Bro? We ain't got, Bro, you think these guys are coming in to get fired like the rest of the, the last 10 GMs of president? You think they're going to make the same stupid mistakes, trading for Antonio McDyess and Steve Francis and all these cats that's washed up when they get to, to the Knicks? No. It's the patient approach. We got the best draft in 10 years happening in six months it's an abbreviated a season, right? We start December in June. we right back to the draft again. We got Kay Cunningham and BJ Boston, all these nasty wings and point guards coming out. Mm-hmm. They're not stupid. They're not going to blow off the cap when they got the best free agent class coming up for 2021. They got the best draft coming up for 2021. Knicks fans got to chill. Westbrook is not it. You know Halliburton definitely ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm holding out for Obi. If if the Bulls, that's the pick. I'm hoping the Bulls pick uh, Patrick Williams or Danny or or, or, or Halliburton, so we can get Obi falling to the Knicks at eight. We run out Obi and RJ this year. We sign we signed DJ Augustine or or, or 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 Jeff Teague or something like that to run point guard. Let's take. Hopefully, we get a top five pick. Be right back at him with with two or three picks next year. We good. We in the best situation we've been in in 20 years. Nick fan got to chill, let things fall into place, let Leon cook. Leon is no fool. When one thing we have learned over the last 24 hours, this front office is no fool. They're not going to make a crazy move just mm-hmm. to make us happy. So no Westbrook. I've seen Gordon Hayward. Definitely yeah, not no Gordon man, Hayward. Man. Uh, nothing trash. No Halliburton. <laughs> Let's go play Obi. Let's run RJ. Give him the ball. Let's get Mitch to play over 25 minutes a game, and let's run it up for 2021. Let's get Station. it. This season going to fly by June. We right back at it. Draft again. We get a, a, a blue chip prospect, and we in the game 2022. Let's go.
2: Let's get it. let go. Jay from Florida drops the mic. JL's. I like that. I like that. So he's
4: going like with Obi. Where, like who, Obi. Who are who, who you like right now, JL City, right now? I like Obi, you know. You know. Um, you know. I'm Team Kira for sure. Yeah, definitely. I am definitely Team Kira. I'm driving that boat. But I would be very happy with Obi, man. Obi is a Obi is a guy. Who I just feel like him and Mitch together are a really, really nice fit. You can, I can see him passing the Mitch from the three point line. I, I can see him dropping twenty. Like it's a legit score. And I feel like we'll be even more motivated to move Julius Randle at that point because we have somebody who can kind of fill his shoes, but better. Because yep. he actually likes to pass the ball, this Obi Toppin guy. So <laughs> I'm looking at it as I think Cleveland
2: is going to be telling on whether they go for Obi. They've been linked to a wing for a while. You've seen a lot of Okoro there. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of uh, Denny there as well. I think if he gets past Cleveland, then I think the next level is the Hawks. Right. And mm. who knows what they do? Do they trade for Hayward with that six pick? Hawks, Hawks getting aggressive out there. They they trying Hawks to put some competitive out on the court. Um, yeah. So I think it's between Cleveland and the Hawks. If he gets past there, he could be there staring at the Knicks at eight. You know, what do you guys in the chat think? What do you guys think? If Obi's there at eight, do you take him? And and throw your number eight pick in the chat. Let me know what you guys are thinking. The chat is going crazy, JL. So I had to throw the slow mo on and it's still going crazy. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're creeping in. 1835, JL. So we're breaking records tonight. Okay. CPJ Ellis, number one show for the fans, by the fans. Make no mistake. This is what we do. Salute to Ian Begley for coming through. Always appreciate the insight. Tomorrow night, just to let you guys know, tomorrow night will be our draft special. Join us at 8 p.m. Eastern, CPJ Ellis. We got my guy. Uh, Pierre from House of Highlights. We have Spencer Perlman, NBA scout. He was with that's the right. Suns last year. We have NBA draft junkies, Rafael Barlow. We have Corey Talibah, the Hardwood Herald, coming through. So we got a lot of guys that's going to be able to break down these prospects. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have some giveaways as well. It's going to be great. So make sure you guys tune in. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell and tune in. Right,
4: thanks, back. Right. Let's get it. My... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna to say too. My thing is too. If we do end up getting Obi, mm-hmm. that means we're gonna miss out on Akira, Akira. So I still would want. I still would want a point guard at that point. So I would yep. try to still move up. I would package our twenty-seven. With, yep. I'll package our twenty-seven with something, whether it be D.S.J. Elfer Payton, something,
2: <laughs> something,
4: to move up and get like a Malachi or something. Yeah, and, and then um, I would like
2: that. to get Flint. I, I would mm-hmm. definitely like to get get that action going. Um, exactly. Let's keep it in Florida. Let's go to Tampa. Jose's with us. Jose, how you feeling, bro?
7: Yeah, feeling good. Hey guys, how you
2: guys doing? doing? Good, um, good, man. What's going on?
7: It's been a while. It's been a while. And uh, you have had some great shows. Uh you guys are doing a great job. I mean, we've been neglected from basketball and you guys have you know filled a, been a long time. In some way that yeah. Anyway, here's my point. Um, number one, um I don't think uh Westbrook is gonna is, is gonna come uh for a package like if things suggest I
8: think Houston have a
7: history of always you know trying to remain competitive. I think based on my experience, um like I remember in the, in the finals in ninety four mm-hmm. there were tickets left for the seventh game mm-hmm. of, of of the finals. So and, you know, I, I, I know, I think, I might be wrong, but Houston needs uh have a competitive team so that they can, uh, you know, so, so they need to put, so they can put the fans on the fence. So I think they will go for for somebody established.
2: More established, right? Um, okay. But
7: right. I hope it happens, you know, if if we get that package of Dennis Smith Jr. and, uh and uh, Julius Randle, and, and perhaps one pick for that—that'll be great. I'll yeah. be all for Westbrook, and then maybe get somebody else in free agency, and and we are on our way back. Okay, P-
2: appreciate okay. the call, I Jose.
7: Go-
2: oh, wait. oh, you have one more question. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead with your question.
7: For the draft, um, I I like Kobe and um, and uh, Killian. Is there available in eight? But if they're not uh I think our best play is to move down' cause to the fourteen if, if we can get those picks from extra picks from Boston that'll be great yeah get uh, some assets because uh at fourteen there's there's uh, some there's, there's some guys there that will we, we will be uh good pitch for us we have uh here we have uh Tyre, Tyre. Gerson, um you got static Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to reach. I, I love yes. Khalid Bay. I think he'll be mm-hmm. a great fit, but I don't want to reach with the ace, put too much pressure on him. Mm-hmm. The expectations will be too much. Uh, and uh, there's a couple more guys uh, there. Um, Okoro, Devin Vassell. So one of those guys my uh, will be there at 14, I believe. Okay. And also another guy that I like, Jalen Smith, British athlete from uh, Maryland. I like him. So okay. you know, I think okay. that'll
2: be our best play. All right. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Um, we got a lot of calls in the queue. So we, we're gonna ask the callers, keep it short, one point and, and keep it moving. I want to make sure that we get to as many as we can. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys, everybody in the chat. If you guys sure. are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new and uh we will shout you guys out. Wave Chappelle in the chat is looking for the phone number. The phone number is six five seven three eight three. One five zero nine is right there on the bottom left hand corner. Right there on the bottom left hand corner. Call in, get your point across, and uh, we will get to your points. All right, let's hear from my guy Dan from Long Island. J.L. So we haven't heard from Dan in a minute. Dan, how you doing, bro?
9: What's good, fellas? I I, I haven't been on, but I've been watching. You guys are doing a great job. So so keep it up. Uh, this is an amazing channel. Listen, guys, here's here's my fan. Everybody's everybody's barking all night here. Here's the reality. Tomorrow night, it's time for us to find our Spider Mitchell in this draft. In other words, hope so, it's man. time to, to make – I don't care who they take. They just better work out. Okay, I don't <laughs> want a Kevin Knox. I don't want a kid who's going to take six years to get ready. I want an NBA-ready play tomorrow night, and it's up to these guys to find them. And I'm glad that Kenny Payne is with us so Calipari can't put any more tricks on us by talking up these Kentucky guys.
10: <laughs> I'm hoping
9: that tomorrow night we make the picks that will you know may not be flashy tomorrow night but that will be we'll be saying mm-hmm. in may hey those were some good picks that's my hope so whether we trade back to get more picks whether we trade up that's what the that's what that's what Leon rose is here to do right the at, at the end of the day exactly. though something has to work out yeah we it's our turn to to to, to get some surprises we need more mitches uh more mitchell Robinson. that's what we need more of and, and less in my opinion kevin ox, so we'll see what happens tomorrow night fellas and um Keep up the good work. I'm enjoying the show. Right, Appreciate you, here, Dan. Appreciate, Appreciate
2: you, Dan. So to everybody in L.I., the AJLs, I mean, look, I, I think Leon's here to get the stars, right? But at yeah. the same time, I think they are also trying to prepare for a development path as well. And mm-hmm. so, listen, they, they're trying to sell you on Johnny Bryan. They're trying to sell you on Kenny Payne and what Woodson could do and their impact on the young guys. Let's, let's see it.
4: Yeah, it's it's a decent path as long as they keep doing what they're doing and not rush and force things. No, yeah. you're not rushing and force things. If things unfold, they unfold. But if not, stay the course and develop these young guys. And that's uh, I think that's the path that we should take. And I think that's what we're doing right now. That,
2: that's a fact. <laughs> I want to shout out J Ellis. Um, Rob Chap. He's team hashtag new. Shout out Rob Chap. Want to shout out? Uh, let's see who else is team hashtag new. Alex Lomoro. Team hashtag new. Shout out okay. Aaron Gillard. Avery. Samarat team hashtag new. Same you guys. Uh, who you got in your chat, Shales?
4: Yeah, I, shout out to SK hashtag new. Um, shout out to Hot Dogs too hashtag new, and also shout out to uh, the R. who sent a super chat. It says we need to be patient, trade down and get Kira, Mini jammering.
2: Well, I don't. I'm not sure if I. That's a that's a lofty expectation, but um, right. I mean, Kara certainly has some skill sets. Rick, you ain't like
4: new. That. Hashtag new. What are you yeah, talking about, Rick?
11: Shout out <laughs>
2: Clarence C. Charles Rutenberg Realties. Hashtag new. Rayman K. What's going on, Team Hashtag New. Terrence Hines. Afro D Jedi. What's going on? um Salute to everybody in Virginia. I see Richmond in here. Seven five seven. What's going on? Okay. A lot of people checking in. Justin Archer, Team Hashtag News. A lot of people, man. Welcome to everybody. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel as well. Definitely make sure you do that. As Ian Mm -hmm. Begley also said, um, tomorrow night, 12 p.m. Eastern, uh, I'll be joining Ian, Jonathan Washman of Bleacher Report, and Chris Williamson of SNY for Ian's show, The Putback. So make sure you guys check that out. Mm -hmm. Doing our draft special I'll send out the uh, The YouTube link On my community feed Twitter, Instagram as well Make sure you We gotta bring the chat Over to SNY And make sure that you guys Rep man So looking forward To that one as well Thanks Go ahead bro
4: Oh Nothing to add to that I'll I'll be tuning in And oh yeah Shout out to Dylan
2: Brent To hashtag new I see you bro Dylan appreciate it man I see a lot of super chats Coming in as well I'm definitely gonna read those Before the end of the night Make sure we don't forget All right, back to the phones Ari in the building. Ari, what's going on, bro? How you feeling? Oh,
12: man. CP was Ellis. What's going on, guys? How you um, Oh, my God. This Harden to New Jersey, the Nets, and this Brody, Boogie stuff is driving <laughs> me absolutely crazy right now. Um, it's been a rough day. It's been yeah. a rough day. Yeah. But um, Dan from LI, first of all, awesome call. Mm-hmm. Awesome call. That's my god If you're going to get – you're the eighth pick, you're gonna, there's going to be at least – at least two or three guys who are going to end up being all-stars or borderline all-star players after eight in this draft. And we always miss in the lottery, always. And I agree with Dan. Like, we're not getting paid to make these picks, right? We don't watch the games as close as these, the front office does. It's their responsibility as being in the front office to make the right pick. So whoever they pick, it needs to work out. And I agree with Dan 100%. And with regards to Jay from Florida, that was a flawless call. Like, everybody wants the Knicks to make moves, right? They obviously, like, like, we're the Knicks, all right? The less moves we make, the better. Let's be honest. Like, we haven't been, <laughs> like, making the right moves a lot, right? So, you know, not making the wrong move is making a right move, in my opinion. So, I agree with Jay. I agree with Jay on, on his points. I like Obi Toppin. I would take Obi Toppin. I'd take Kyra Lewis, too. I'd take Devin Vassell. I don't want Okoro because we need someone to shoot. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I'm... And another thing, quickly, I don't think we should be getting players to fit Thibodeau's system. We should get the best talent. We should draft the best talent and have Thibodeau figure it out. That's what we should do. We shouldn't be getting system guys. And the last thing I want to say, real quick,
10: mm-hmm.
12: is that this Russell Westbrook talk needs to stop, man. This is scaring <laughs> me, dude. I, I, I can't... Like, Ron, Ron is an OG, He's Mount Rushmore callers. He could sit at my table any day. But that was a bad take, Ron. Sorry, man. But let me explain something to you. We're going to, who, like, what? So, anyone who likes Russell Westbrook as, to pick up Russell Westbrook, what is the end game with this guy? Like, dude, I, I'm not trying to be an eight seed. I'm not trying to be a seven seed. I'm not trying to be a six seed. I'm not trying to get swept by the net, okay? Who are you going to pair this guy with? Yep. He couldn't win with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant doesn't want to play with him. Couldn't win with James Harden. Nobody wants to play with him. Paul George doesn't want to play with him. What's the plan? You're going to trade – you're going to get Russell Westbrook, trade your assets, and get who? Jason yeah. Tatum? Anybody. It's not going to work. Unless it's LeBron James, you cannot pair anyone with Russell Westbrook because he is the system. He needs the ball in his hands. And yeah. as long as he's on the team taking 40% of the cap, you can't pair him with anyone. There's no end endgame. You're yeah. not building to anything. You're just going to end up at eight feet and, like Jay said, not get a lottery pick. It's a terrible idea. For that price, you could get three really good – you can get Rand Gleet, Jeremy Grant, and Joe Harris probably for the same price that you can for Russell Westbrook. And at least they fit. Terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Last thing, just don't get Westbrook. Don't get Westbrook. Draft a good player and trade Randall. and let's pray that James Harden doesn't go to the Nets, and then I'm, I'm
10: happy. That's my thing.
2: Sorry, <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I, I hear what he's saying. You know, there, there's some people – in the chat and, and also people who ask me the, the same comment or the same question uh, a lot of the times, you know, what do you see in RJ? You know, why do you guys hype RJ so much? And I think my counter to that, Jay Ellis, is that I don't think we hype RJ. At least I don't. I can't speak for myself. I don't think I hype, hype RJ. My perspective on the RJ thing, though, is that you spent the number three pick on this dude. Yes. That's an investment. Yes. You have to see that out. And so I don't think you help yourself by, you know, bringing in players. And he's just one player. But overall, I just don't think you help yourself by not putting complimentary pieces in that lineup. You spent the number three pick on this kid. Number three. So as Ian Begley, who was just on, said, there was thoughts in the organization that They're going to consider the fit with him when bringing in any free agent for trade. And I think that that is the the best
4: approach to go with. You spent the number three pick on him. Go ahead, ahead, bro. No, no, everything you said is exactly what I'm, like, straight from my brain. Like, we need complementary pieces for a guy who was the number three pick on the draft that we invested in. Like, this is our biggest investment to date since K.P., so we should be doing any and everything to put into our investment. We can't put pieces around him just because they have, you know, the reputation of being an all-star. That has to be the correct fit. And if you don't have the correct fit, I just feel like we're doing ourselves a, a disservice. Put it, like, put it this
2: way. Scott Perry's a lame duck GM and he might not be back. Any GM that does that when they pick this kid number three and they're bringing a bunch of pieces in, in, in a lineup that doesn't fit together, he's getting fired.
4: Fast, exactly. this This is why I didn't even think we should. This is this is why I'm saying I don't even think we should entertain this. Like, why are we even entertaining this? We know he doesn't fit. So why are we entertaining it just to say no later? Like, I don't, I don't.
2: Yo, listen. Westbrook is a talent. That's why I say you still gotta listen to a deal, bro. You can't just toss him aside like like he's he's not you know a good player because I still do think he is a good player despite what Ari thinks and you know what some of the
4: naysayers say I think he's a good player too. Is he if flawed, our, yes. He's, he's a highly
2: flawed player, and there's a, there's a big risk, especially with that contract. But he's a good player. Bro.
4: C- CP, if our team was a shooter at two, a stretch five, yeah, be and a lot then easier to stomach. and then he's like, oh, we're going to bring in Russell Westbrook, and then maybe we draft Kira because he'll be able to learn under him or something because he's using his speed or or like, and then maybe then. I'll be a lot more open to draft to bringing them here because he yeah. will compliment our players and their skill sets. But, agree. but at this point, the way our team is constructed, RJ can't shoot. Mitch can't shoot. They're practicing. Who knows that skill comes together or not. But at this point, that's yeah. not what their strength is. So it doesn't make sense for me to bring in somebody who doesn't compliment their strengths. Let's get my guy raw Hebrew remnant in here. What's
8: going on, bro? CP... Mm-hmm. GP- Jay Ellis, two of my favorite fellas. How you guys doing, real quick? Number one, no Westbrook. My problem is this. forget how he played. My problem is if I ever see this cat in street clothes on the sideline, and we paying him 130 million, I'm <laughs> He can't get so, hurt. The, he can't get hurt. Surgery, and he's 832. Just the risk of that happening, I don't want to deal with. So that's off. that I'm going to tell you real quick, at 8 and 27, I'm not necessarily saying this because I want these guys or do I do want Devin Vassell. I'm thinking this is what's going to happen. If you see Cleveland mm-hmm. pick coru, because they've worked out a coru and Obi Toppin, mm-hmm. if you see them pick a coru, we are drafting Obi Toppin. If you see them pick Obi Toppin, Atlanta either is going to take a coru or Halliburton. We're probably going to draft Devin Vassell. We're going to go right. either Vassell or Kuru or, Hall- uh, or, um, or, or Obi. I don't know what order. But yeah. One of those three will go at eight. At 27, I'd like to get either Bain or Malachi Flynn, but I think they'll both be gone. Probably,
10: but I yeah. think Jemias
8: Ramsey will be there. I think Isaiah Stewart will be there, and I think Tyler Bay will be there. So we'll get one of those three guys. You got to remember, I know everybody is tired of hearing this, but we got Tom Thibodeau as our coach. He's a defensive coach. That's what I He's see. He's looking first for defense. That's what I Akuru see. O'Carroll may not be able to shoot, but I'm trying to tell you, I think my boy Tiz will pick him. So, But I think they'll pick Vassell before him because Vassell can shoot. Right. And of right. course, Obi is the best offensive player in the draft. He will get us 20 points a game. I'm not sure how. Tib will feel about him because Mm -hmm. he can't play defense. But I'm thinking Obi, Bassell, or a crew at eight. You're probably looking at Jamias Ramsey, uh Isaiah Stewart, or Tyler Bay at twenty seven. That's my take. Uh this is gonna be lit tomorrow. Love all that you guys do. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Be sure to call in tomorrow, man. Thanks for the
2: call, bro. Yeah, Jay Ellis, I think, you know, despite the, um, you know, the Kira Lewis, I think that, yes, they are high on him. I just have a feeling that they will prioritize Vassell, Okoro, and probably Halliburton as well over Kira Lewis. What, what do you think? What's what's your gut telling me um,
4: right now? My gut is telling me um, Okoro could be. Core could be definitely because of of you know the defense. Vassell, for sure. They went to they went out and visited the man at his ch- at a church. Yeah, on yeah, some yeah,
2: like- yeah
4: they're serious, they're serious about Vasell for sure. So they they're serious about Vassel. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I do Halliburton to me is the question. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Halliburton to me is the question, man. I don't buy the like I I seen I seen like a, a senior your interview CP with the guys. And they, they all say that, you know, the lottery guys are high on Halliburton. But the Knicks haven't – they haven't worked them out. They've worked out Kira. They had dinner with Kira, but they haven't done the same with Halliburton. So I'm not really sure if they have Hallie over Kira. Like, I, I dispute that in my mind just because of the tea leaves from the news. So to me, it's like Obi Obi Vassell – a coral. a coral might be it. Mm-hmm. To me, it might be a coral, a coral Kira. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay.
2: Now, hey, we're going to find out tomorrow night. Make sure you guys tune in. Knicks Fan TV, Nick Time show. It is going to be live. Uh, we got six panelists, a uh, ton of giveaways as well. Live callers. You're going to hear from Raw Hebrew Remnant. You're going to hear from Jake from Florida. You're going to hear from Ari. All the usuals. It's gonna be great. Hit. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We're at seven thirty six likes on uh, YouTube right now. Let's get up to a thousand. Let's get up to a thousand. We right. can get up to a thousand. We'll do a, another giveaway tonight. Also, uh, Nick's Fan TV Dave should be circulating um the giveaway form. It's it's gonna be a uh, me and Manscaped, We're gonna give away a Perfect Package three It's gonna be nice. a gift package with the lawnmower three as well. If you guess. The Knicks pick at number eight will enter you guys into a, a random drawing and then we'll pick the winner tomorrow night as well. We'll also give away some snapbacks as well to some of the runners up. So it's going to be a great night. Make sure you guys guess the pick, fill out the form as well. And uh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, JL, so you got
4: something? Um, yeah, just shout out to uh, Super Chat Guy. Shout out to uh, Willie B Kings. Just shout out to my favorite Nick show on YouTube. Keep doing y'all thing. So shout out to you, Willie B. Will,
2: Will from L I.
4: Antonio
2: Arellano says, Where's Spike Lee? I don't know where Spike's at, man. Spike's been dodging us, man. Spike. Is, <laughs> why is he You to know, we, we we've 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 said to, to Mr. Lee's way. You know, he he hasn't uh he hasn't oh, accepted he our invitation yet, but we'll we'll continue to uh to try. All
10: right. All
2: right. All right, back to the phones. Remember, people, we got a ton of callers in here. I want to get to um, as many as we can. Just just uh, get your point across and keep it quick. Big V from Harlem, what's going on?
13: What's going on, people? It was really good. I'm here to talk about a very unpopular opinion, but Tyrese Halliburton absolutely locks people down. He absolutely went head-to-head with Kira and locked him down, up and down the court, Watched him. You know, you can't you can't really put a, a option on his speed when you can't get past anybody. And Halliburton, is, his wingspan is huge. Kara can't do anything with him, and he can shoot. You know, people talk about his handles on the Knicks. RJ handles the ball a lot, and if he could pass out to Halliburton, that's cash all day. You know, and a lot of people are not talking about it, but with no summer league. You gonna throw these kids into the fire, so everybody's okay. gonna be trashed in the beginning, you know. And Halliburton seems to have a good head on his shoulders, and he can run the team, you know. Yeah, I like this kid a lot. I, I was, I haven't, I wasn't sold on him in the beginning. I was actually very high on Kira, mm-hmm. but Halliburton is really beginning to grow on me, you know. Uh, thank you for everything y'all Appreciate doing, man. It. Peace out, and uh, keep the blood. I'll be there at twelve noon tomorrow. Yes, sir. Watching, you know. But well,
2: thank you very much. Have a good yes, night, brother. Thank you, bro. Right. Thank you, Big V. Uh, remember, that's t- tomorrow's show is 12 noon on SNY's YouTube channel, SNY, uh, uh, for, at 12 noon. And then our draft show, CPJ Ellis, will be on at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, it's going to be action, action-packed, action action-packed. All right, couple more. Terrence from Brooklyn, what's going on, bro? Yo,
4: what's yo. up, y'all?
2: What's up, bro? How you feeling?
1: Happy to be on. Good, good. I just want to talk about uh, the draft. I really do like Kara. Uh, I think when you can shoot, where he can shoot, and you ran as much pick and roll as he did, with uh, a pro style coach, I really think he could come in and and just be uh, a spark plug for us, and really give RJ, uh, you know one-two punch. And then at 27, I know a lot of people not talking about him, but this kid Isaiah Joe out of Arkansas, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he could really shoot it 6'5 with a 6'10 wing stand. I really think he could be an interesting piece for us at 27. It might be a little high for him, but we won't get him at 30, in the 30s. So I really think, you know, that might be a guy we should take a chance on. And if not, uh, Tillman, I think he's a solid guy And like we was talking about with no uh, training camp and everything. I think he could step in and really take those Julius Randle minutes, if we can get rid of Julius. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm all for Kerr. I really think that he could grow Tell into a really a nice special backup. player. because I look at him and I see uh, mm-hmm. the guy from the Kings, but with a better jump shot coming in, mm-hmm. uh, De'Aaron Fox. He's probably not as good a passer, but he can really move, and he can shoot a little better than De'Aaron did coming in. So mm-hmm. I really think Kerr could be special. And I watched that game against Halliburton. Iowa State was just a little better team. And they didn't really go head to head as often as people make it seem. It wasn't like he was just locking him down the whole game. Mm-hmm. Like I literally watched the highlights. It really wasn't that. But Kerry did have, you know, not his best game. But if you look at it, he had a lot of responsibility as the only playmaker on that team. And then still did so much good stuff off the ball, like really cutting and spot up and shoot. And I think that would help playing with RJ, who we still do want to do, you know, see do some playmaking and things like that. So I don't know. I think Kira and I like I'm telling you, guys should look at Isaiah Joe. I really think he could be a steal late in his draft as somebody who could come in and step in and be a shooter for us and possibly play you know a little bit of three and two, you know. So that's it for me. I love this chat. It's only my second live chat, but I'm gonna definitely be tuning in more. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it, Terrence. Appreciate
2: it, man. Have Have a good one, bro. Good call, Terrence. Yeah, good, good call. call. Good call. And <laughs> I, I think Jay Ellis, you know, you know, he he mentioned Isaiah Jones saying it um, might be too high. I think what I've learned from, you know, Walt Perrin, especially the, their van scout, is that once you get past eight, I think, you know, all bets are off. I think they're going to pick the guys that they like, period. So I'm not, I don't think, you know, to say one guy is too high at a certain point or not. I think if they like the guy, they rate him, they're going to take him. You Absolutely. know, I Absolutely. think you know me. Me and Tommy D were talking earlier. He's like, you know, a lot of the media has their mock drafts and their projections. That's not necessarily what the teams feel. So you know, a lot of the stuff with a lot of the, the the banter and back and forth is based off of you know a lot of scouts' projections, a lot of media projections. But the teams' war room and their draft board come up completely different.
4: Yeah, exactly. exactly. Outside of the top three, exactly, it could be completely different. And 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 this is like. Hey, if that's your guy and you want him, sometimes it's like don't even get cute. Sometimes. Just go get him. (laughs) Just just go get him. Because if that's your guy and you want him, Mm -hmm. the guy right behind you might be thinking the same thing. That's that's,
2: that's a fact, man. (laughs) Let's go to BK Burrow. Michael, what's going on, bro?
11: Hey guys.
9: I'm a first time caller. Thanks for having me on the show. All
2: right. Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for calling in, bro.
9: Everybody's sleeping on Tyrese Maxey. Um, I think Tyrese Maxey is going to be the steal of the draft. He's going to be one of the best players to come out of the draft. He's a guy who could shoot. He could pass, play defense. I think the Knicks are going to take him with Kenny Payne there. I think they're going to take him. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, certainly possible. we've heard that um we've heard that, that they like him. I like him. I like Maxie. I I like Maxie a lot. Uh again, do they go there at eight? Do they is he there twenty seven? Some people don't think so. Um, but you could certainly see him being one of one of the guard prospects that they pick up maybe if they trade back.
4: Yeah. Like there's I don't know, like this this is one of those funny drafts where everybody under ten can surprise you. Because yeah. there's a lot of solid people here. There's there's a lot of solid people sneak up on you. There's a lot from Maxi can look nice. Uh, RJ Hampton, you know, they're saying his jump shot looks good all of a sudden, so mm-hmm. he can look nice. Uh, Neesmith Smith can shoot, so he can look like something. Like there's a lot of those guys. Tyrell Terry can. There's a lot of those guys that I wouldn't be surprised if you go, "Oh, that's a steal! Oh, that's yeah. a steal!" Like that can happen all over the place. Hey,
2: give me give me some shooters, man. Twenty-seven, thirty-eight. If they can shoot it, bring them in. They can help. <laughs> <Straight up. laughs> exactly. Sippling plain man. I'm tired of looking like the New York Bricks, bro.
4: been saying I'll, that for the longest. Shoot. I'm not even going to lie, CP. I was looking at Smith. I was looking at these shooters down there. I was like, man, give me all the picks because there's a lot of shooters in this. this is a, good, a yeah, nice little yeah. amount of shooters in these drafts, man. Yeah. They be for you. That's a fact, man.
2: Um, let's to. let's go all. to Far Rock. <laughs> Gio, what's going on, man?
1: Yeah, how you doing guys? Appreciate the show.
2: For sure, um, man.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to get um a uh, quick if you guys want to entertain this. Would you guys entertain Washington trading John Wall to the Knicks if no. it came with assets? No. Like draft picks or anything like that? No. And also would you entertain Isaiah Thomas on since considering he got that surgery, he says he hundred percent. And even if he dropped the point guard, maybe You can groom them behind them, or even if we get a forward, we get that scoring guard we need, if healthy. If not, it's a one-year deal. We can move on.
13: Appreciate you guys. Thanks,
2: Thanks, bro. Yeah, JL, I'm not not going John Wall at all, unless it's coming with, like, five first-round unprotecteds. (laughs) Straight up. I'm not touching that at all. But there's some crazy rumor going on that Houston and Washington were talking a wall for Westbrook Swap, which was, like, it was a Spider-Man meme. I'm looking at the Spider-Man meme where he's pointing to himself. I'm like, yo, what's going on? What is yeah. it? That made no sense, bro.
4: I man, listen, it makes no sense, but it makes sense at the same time. <laughs> it makes yeah. no sense. It makes sense at the same time. Crazy. I don't I don't understand it either, but uh I would I definitely wouldn't do it. That contract is nah. atrocious. just Major injury. Uh, yeah, I'm good. No,
2: I'm good I'm good on John Wall, man He did his days Um, Who's other Isaiah Thomas Nah, nah Isaiah Thomas is washed, man let's, let's forget that He hasn't been good in five years, bro Yeah,
4: and, and he's told Smack about the Knicks That's He a had a
2: Cinderella one. run in five years you know, Listen, he had a good run But nah, I'll pass on that um, but good call, you. I'm not sure the chat is welcoming you back in the chat, but you're always welcome to call in, man. The chat, the chat is is on fire tonight, Jails. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The chat is on fire. Um, let's hear from my guy Paul out in L.A. Paul, what's going on, man? This Paul, quick.
5: Yo, what's up, fellow? Yeah, man. What's going on?
2: Yeah, sure. What's good, my bro? How
5: you doing? Yeah, I'm just spoken to you guys in a minute, man. But uh, you know, great shows as always, man. Uh, I want to talk about a guy that I haven't really heard much until just a minute ago, you mentioned Naismith. Now, clearly this guy feels a need because he's a dead-eye shooter. Mm -hmm,
10: mm -hmm. And if
5: the Knicks need anything, man, they need guys that can actually shoot. Now, I know they say his defense needs work or whatever like that, but they got good coaches there to coach him up on defensive end. Get a guy that actually feels a need, who doesn't duplicate something you already have, (laughs) can jump right in. He might even be able to start, man. He's 6'6". Got a nice wingspan. He's, I think he's six six two fifteen. He could play uh, shooting guard. Yeah, you know, move uh, RJ to the to the three. Hopefully, but I think that's a better spot for him anyway. And I think Naismith would be awesome, man. Uh, you know, maybe that's high for him at eight, but he has an elite skill, and I'm good elite. with that. Hey, what do you guys think?
2: You can never uh, pass up elite shooting, Jales. You can never pass up elite shooting, especially in this league and especially for the Knicks um you know some people think eight is a little too high for a specialty uh player right. in that regard especially with with so many needs that the knicks have but right um again if they go back i wouldn't mind it at all i could see i could see phoenix being a good fit for him on one of the wings going to phoenix
4: yeah he can he he's one of those players he, he's a good fit wherever like there's no team in the nba who's like knock down shooter not a good fit. Now nah, he'll be a good fit anywhere. Yeah. Like, he, but like, like CP said, eight might be a little bit too high. I would, I would rather uh like even Vassell. He can give you more on both ends of the court, even though he's not as, as crazy to as shoot as Neesmith is. But I like Vassell over Neesmith. But I would, I wouldn't be upset if Neesmith was on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I know that.
2: I think what what a lot of scouts are saying about Vassell is. Um, yes, he's more of a stationary catch and shoot guy, but they do see a little bit of upside in his shot creation potential, uh, based on his footwork and things of that nature. Obviously he's going to give you defense, you know, Leonard Hamilton's boys, Florida state, that's a given, that's a staple that you're going to get from them. And, Mm -hmm. and so Vassell, you know, at eight is probably a bit more attractive than a knee Smith because yes, he can, he may not give you as much volume as knee smith from three but you know you're gonna get defense for sure right. and then maybe you can coach him up and get a little bit more shot creation uh than maybe right. a smith so all right
4: or maybe even some off off ball shooting that'll yeah, be nice
2: yeah uh one question for you jails were you um surprised they didn't get in the bogdan bogdanovich sweepstakes i should have asked this to begley but we were coming oh yeah to the time. Were, were you were you interested in bogdan
4: Absolutely was interested in Bogdan. Absolutely, a guy who, who's a three-point shooter, another playmaker, not no, not a bad defender. I was absolutely he was on the board with with, with Joe Harris uh, for sure. So I was upset to see him go so early to to the Bucks. Yeah, for like, and it was like, who did it? I I, I could I I I'm shocked. I'm shocked that happened. Yeah, me. the Bucks
2: package had included Divincenzo. Um,
4: even Chenzo, okay. And,
2: and a couple other players. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have gotten involved in, in these sweepstakes for sure. I would have definitely loved to have gotten involved in the Bogdanovich sweepstakes. But great move for the Bucks, man. The Bucks made two uh, uh, outstanding moves last night to put themselves right back in it. In getting yeah. Drew Holiday and Bogdanovich. That's going to be a filthy lineup to contend with. And and you finally seen these two guys with something to play for with the freak who's going to be extra motivated. Solid, solid, solid.
4: Yeah, it it just puts so much more pressure on getting another shooter here like Joe Harris, who seems, you know, like like you said, mm-hmm. poised to um stay with Brooklyn or maybe even go to Atlanta because it just seems like New York right now, we're being a little bit more conservative with the money we're giving away. And it just looks like Joe Harris right now wants that bag. Yeah. So it seems like we're going to miss out on him too. So it'll be interesting to see what other options are out there. I know Justin Holiday was an option. Yeah. Before that was mentioned by I begley himself. Um or it, or they might shoot well the, the chances of dot staying might get a little higher. Now that's that's happened. That would be cool.
2: Free yeah. dot, free dot. Free dot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
4: exactly. Yeah. So
2: yeah.
4: Upside, upside for yeah. the dot
2: fans. <laughs> Um, somebody in the chat. So, what do you think about trading for Kuzma? I mean, that would be like if on a, on a, my list of priorities, that would be like December twenty second. <laughs> like, oh, Kuzma. Yeah. Like that. Hey. I'll toss a little second round pick or something, but you know, I, I'm not too crazy about Kuzma. Whatever.
4: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Six p.m. What Wednesday agency? Friday six, six Friday, Friday six. Friday
2: six. Friday. Yeah. Tuesday.
4: I'm not calling him first. I'm
2: I'm not calling on Kuzma first. Uh, But uh, yeah, good dude, though. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah man, So to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We're still hovering around sixteen eighty. on Knicks fan TV CP from Knicks fan TV. <laughs> my man J L from Knicker Time show on the other side. This is number one show for the fans by the fans. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Subscribe to the channel. Welcome Jordan Mills to the family. He just subscribed. Make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button. It's free. On Knicks fan TV Nick at Time show. Make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe. Also, remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, whatever your podcast platform of choice is. We are there and you can always catch these episodes. No reason to miss anything, whether it's video or audio. We got you guys covered. Mm-hmm. All right, Jails, a couple more calls before you uh, before we get out of here. It's a good show, though. So let's see Ian Begley for coming through. All right, who else we want to hear from? Uh, Nick and Albany, what's going on, Nick? What's going on, fellas? How are you, how you feeling, bro? Good, man. I just want to
14: kind of give you guys my uh, realistic ideal starting lineup as things, you
5: know, go pretty good.
14: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping that we get uh, Kyber in the draft at eight and then – I don't know what's going to happen with Malik be- Beasley. He's got some stuff going on, but if we could <laughs> snag him for shooting guard, maybe we can, can get him a little cheaper with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I know you've got RJ at three. And then if we could get the rooster back home, that would be wild. And then <laughs> obviously Mitch at the five. And then maybe Randall can spin his way out of town and we can get a backup power forward. <laughs> or we could draft Isaiah Stewart. All right. And uh, the last thing I want to say is uh I don't really care if Harden goes for the Nets because they ain't
2: never winning anything. So that's yeah. all. I like that. Appreciate it. appreciate it, Nick. A little silver <laughs> lining by Nick there. Keeping keep it in the book. Keeping <laughs> it in the book. I like that lineup, man. What do you guys think in the chat of that lineup? You got Kira at the one. Uh, Malik Beasley at the two.
4: <laughs> I like after, that. After
2: they bail him out. You know, Dolan goes and bails him out of central booking. You know what I'm saying? And then you got RJ at the three. Danilo at the four uh uh mitch at the five that'd be a nice i like nice, it nice squad
4: i like it cp i'm yeah. so yeah i, I like it i think
2: the new ends up in miami though i think the rich get richer i think he goes to miami
4: yeah miami or the lakers We might have a shot with malik with 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 the Timberwolves. you know not having a whole lot of cap yeah it seems like they might they're set on they're set on drafting their their, their pick yeah which is, you know, it's going to eat up even more cap because that first round, that first pick costs more money. Mm-hmm. So they might be less willing to to match Malik. Shout so, out, yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, so there might be a chance to kind of steal, steal a restricted free agent. Yeah, the...
2: I was thinking if they go, uh, if they go Edwards at, at one, right? Does 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 Beasley shake out? And and again, he's he's got to clear that case. He's he's a little occupier of jails. Yeah, what I'm saying a little, just a little bit, just a little. bit.
4: Yeah, it's a little messy.
2: Yeah, so it's a little messy. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, all right, a couple more calls, and uh, we will wrap up because we got another big show tomorrow. All right, let's go to um, we're gonna go to David, Ark, and JJ, and, and then uh, and then we're gonna wrap. David, what's going on? David, Hello? Go- yo, what's going on, bro? Just turn your radio down, turn your TV down. Oh.
11: Uh- Hello, guys, uh, CPJ, Alex with the Next Nation in the chat. Uh, just a quick question. Um, in terms of the second round, uh, are we prioritizing centers or are we prioritizing shooting? Because uh, the way I'm thinking of it, Mitchell Robinson needs some help, especially because we got, you know, Taj mm. Gibson on that partial guarantee. And, uh, you know, I, I feel I feel that Mitchell Robinson needs that help, and I feel that Isaiah Stewart is the ideal pick in the second round. But I want to get your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, and, and Stuart appreciate the call, man. And Stewart's high on the Knicks. He was a Ewing fan, J.L. said he was a Ewing yeah. fan back in the day. Uh, so maybe he was studying tape on Patrick. But, um, yeah, I do think they, sh- they should address the backup center, whether it's free agency or if they see a player like that in the draft, go get him. You know, go get him if, if you like that player. But, you know, w- whether it's 27 or 38, again, you, you're looking to see if you can get uh, a rotation player. And that's not a guarantee, J.L that is that is not a guarantee I, I, right. I saw some crazy stat that was like you know these bottom of the first round uh players you know that i think only like 11 percent crack a rotation
4: mm. you know that's what i'm saying so that,
2: that that's not a, that's not a lock by any stretch
4: yeah that's, that's yeah it's, it's funny because i was giving his stats and he was saying only like under 30 percent of top 10 picks actually end up being all-stars <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that that we know
2: that that is definitely Slim Pickens. Um, this was David Locke. Let me see what he had to say. David Locke says, um, "What is that statistic?" So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for yeah. you boys.
4: Well, I I Go feel ahead. like we're gonna prioritize shooting at at this point. Um, I think Tom Thibodeau is still, you know, he Tosh Gibson is still here, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's going to be here, and that's a Tom Thibodeau guy. So as long as we have Mitch and Taj, I don't feel like the Knicks are super pressed for another center right now. Mm-hmm. So I so even if we do draft one, maybe it'll be third third round or G or something like that. But I feel like we're going to prioritize shooting in point guards. That's what I'm thinking.
2: David Locke. this is David Locke from Locked On Sports. He said he was he was commenting on the uh, the Drew Holiday trade and and how that netted five picks. He said that um, over the year, over a year, 48% of picks from 11 to 30 in the first round don't become regular
4: rotation players. Woo, 48%. Jesus. So. What's 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 the number again? From 11 to 30. 11 to 30, 48%. Don't 48%
2: become... don't become regular rotation players.
4: Okay. All right.
2: So again, when you when you down Almost there, twenty seven thirty eight. Listen, this is my ideal. They gotta, hit, they must hit on one. It'd be great to hit on two. It'd be outstanding to hit on all three.
0: That's exactly. how
2: I, that's how I see it. You have to it, get one. It'd be great to get two, yeah. and it's, and and you know three would be lottery.
4: It's really how do you, with respect to CP, yeah. you see respect the CP fifty fifty. You you see the glass half empty or half right? like <laughs> yeah.
2: That that's it, man. All right, couple couple more calls and then um we will wrap. Let's go to um Ark from White Plains. What's going on, man? Hey fellas, thanks for having me on. How you doing, bro?
10: Good,
14: good, good. So I just wanted to give a quick rundown of what I think a good off season would look like for us. So at eight. Well, first of all, on the Westbrook stuff, I think I still think he's a great player, but at the end of the day, like he's not the piece for us right now. Right. I think Mm -hmm. he's more of a player that you get to bring you over the top rather than the first piece to try to make you competitive.
10: Mm -hmm.
14: But as far as the draft goes, if we do end up getting topping, I think we should make a call to Utah and kick the tires on the guy in Utah, not not the guy, but Mike Conley right Mm. because the way i look at it is that he's getting 30 million dollars his contract expires at the end of this year we need a point guard and he can set guys up he's willing to take a backseat role if he's asked to be a great leader in the locker room to play a little defense can distribute i think he fills a need for us i think we could get him for like maybe i don't know randall dennis smith i'm not sure if they're really trying to move on from him but Mm. that would already cut off like 15 million off their cap and you know that uh uh Spider is probably like looking at the situation they're like listen you guys better start making some moves or mm-hmm. else i'm gonna get out of here but so i think that'd be a great move for us i'm not really sure about you know 27 and what's gonna go on with 38 but i wouldn't even be afraid to give up that 27th pick after uh that stat you just gave so i think that could be a good situation for us curious what you guys think
2: yeah i mean listen i i, th- I would love to have conley here i think he's uh, if, if you're not going to get CP3, you're not going to get Westbrook, I think of the guys that are available, um, Conley would be ideal for this team. You know, Conley would be ideal right. for this team. Right. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If, if Utah's interested, they just got a new owner. We'll see what his, you know, financials uh, uh, incentives are in terms of how he shapes up the roster. And, and we'll, we'll play it from there. Yep.
14: I think the other guy, too, that we should be looking at in the draft, two other guys, like, I don't know. People, no one's talking about Killian Hayes, a nice young player. Mm-hmm. And the other guy that I think is a sleeper is RJ Hampton. I think he could play point two. And if you've seen it, some videos of his new shot form, I mean, it looks mm-hmm. pretty clean. And that was a question mark with him. He's a freak athlete. I think he'd be real good yeah. for us.
2: Yeah, appreciate it. No, I think people are talking about Killian Hayes. You know, just some scouts yeah. think he's the best point guard in the draft, depending on yeah. who you ask. Um, so we are, I I don't think... Is he going to be there is the question. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Else? He could be there. He could be, he could there. be
4: there, too. He could be there, you know. too. He could be looking at Ovi. We could be at Killian. We could be looking at LaSalle. Yeah. Yeah. With Hampton,
2: I don't think they'll take him. I don't think they'll take him, but you're right. They are. Um, uh, the, he has uh, improved his jump shot. My guy, Rafael Barlow, NBA Draft Junkies, was, was down there with his camp and uh, was there firsthand. Some of you guys saw that episode as well. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. JJ from Brooklyn, last call of the night What's up, bro? How you feeling?
11: Yo, what's good? I I got
2: you. good man. Good man. How you doing?
11: Doing good, man. Thanks. Uh, so two quick points on the draft. I think it's cool if we take a. I'm down to just take a wing at eight because whether it's a, no, a the Sal Nate Nate Smith is my guy, man. I would be mm-hmm. really hyped if we got him at eight. We need that sniper. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's that big of a reach. I don't think he's going to go much later than eight anyway. So my thing is, because we could still get a point guard later on, because we could trade out from 27. I think a couple of them will probably still be there later on, whether it's uh, maybe a Maxi or a Terry, or I know everyone he's called Anthony. But I'd be fine getting him at like 19 or yeah. something in the trade-out. And then um, on Westbrook, whatever you do, just don't trade for him. He's going to front RJ's growth me he's just a guy who's happy getting his triple double regardless of whether they lose or not and I don't want to be the AT and just I don't want to be you know Portland and get swept by the Nets and Milwaukee in the first round mm-hmm. all that's <laughs> going to do is just start our draft position especially in the draft as great as next year so just keep building it slowly build it through draft you know wait till next year that great free agent class and that great draft and yeah, so that's it hopefully the Knicks just make this
2: whole happy tomorrow and enjoy the draft guys appreciate it man appreciate it JJ appreciate everybody for tuning into all our draft coverage all year we've been talking draft for damn near nine months J Ellis and yeah, tomorrow it all comes to a head yeah. what <laughs> is it going to be for those New York Knicks hey let's see man but th- this was a great show salute to Ian Begley for joining us for sure Um, Couple things before you guys get out of here As we wind down Number one tomorrow 12pm Eastern time CPE and Begley and uh, A host of others Jonathan Wasserman from Bleacher Report on Sny, The Putback 12pm Eastern time Look out for the link Follow KnicksFanTV on Twitter, Instagram Or uh, check the community page I'll post a link to that video Make sure you guys take the chat Bring it over there. Show some love. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys and, and support Knicks Fan TV. And then later tomorrow night, it's going to be the NBA Draft Live Stream. CP J Ellis, Pierre from House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, Raphael Barlow, the NBA Draft Junkies, Spencer Perlman, NBA Scout, Corey of the Hardwood Herald, also an NBA Scout. It's going to be an action packed show, bro. Action Pack Show JLS. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Go ahead and um and sign Thank
4: out, you. bro. Yeah, I'm thinking about that lineup with, with with Kira and Malik. And okay, yeah. Yo, so, so yeah, I like that. 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 <laughs> all right, yo. So um for all those, um, please, please follow me on YouTube.com slash and Time Show for us uh, some KOT episodes that we do for, for Dash Radio and ourselves. Also you can f- listen to um Nick a Time Show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Also, shout out to our bloggers. Of course, Fritz has been pumping stuff out lately. You can check out our blog at thenaked And shout out to, to uh Nick's Fan TV Day too, who wrote a, a nice article on, on Kyrie. Lewis. Shout out to you, Kira, uh Dave, you do the job. Um and yeah, also follow me on all social media. That is the KOT Show on Twitter, The Naked Time Show on Instagram, and I'm also on Facebook. That is all. Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. Great
2: job, Jails. Great job, Dave. All the mods. Keith Sinclair above the rim. TM, all the mods. Definitely appreciate you guys. Rome, appreciate it. Apple fanboy, appreciate it. And to all the fans out there, man, we broke the record tonight. Over 1,800 live and direct. Knicks fan TV, Nick and Time show, Facebook everywhere. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the support. Number one show for the fans by the fans. If there's any better, you let us know. But we're gonna put the show up there against the best of the best. So make sure you guys uh, keep it locked. Action-packed week. Draft tomorrow. Free agency Friday. Um, I'm gonna delay the Channing Frye interview until next week just because it's a lot of content coming out right now. So I want to make sure we get it in at a time when things kind of slow down a little bit. So the Channing Fry interview will come out next week. Uh, but again, that was a great conversation as well. I can't wait to to show you guys that. Let me salute the super chats that came in, uh, because they were a ton. So to everybody who supports us. Um, salute to Delski appreciate it, Black Bolt, thanks for the super chat Louis B, thank you for the super chat he says awesome draft coverage Brooklyn Students 73 thank you for the super chat, Michael Parker number one fan of the show, he says salute salutes JLS, CP, the mods Uh, Robert Paris, thank you for the super chat Father Peace A Mellow Reunion, what are your thoughts? I say no thanks, but that's my guy. That's my guy. Not a Mellow Hater, big Mellow fan. Just not here. Stay in Portland or go to LA is my thing. Zilla ZGM says Tyrell Terry. Yeah, definitely. Shout out Julian Tran sent us Australian super chat. Blue Diamond Gem, thank you for for the super chat. SB Gorilla, definitely appreciate it. Uh, flashy, appreciate it. Flashy, twenty dollars super chat. Kurt Cobain sends us a super chat. Jails from from up in there. We appreciate right. that. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> uh, Money Mark seventy one. Thank you. He says no to Westbrook. Trellis to hit that thumbs up on your boy. CP Jails, great job. Kyra Lewis at eight and wants to trade up for Desmond Bain. We got above the rim sends a super chat. He wants Obi, Tyro Terry, and Vernon Carey. All right, okay. Carlos Lisboa. Uh, he's looking for a trade down. Kenneth Lane, appreciate it. Chan De Niro, definitely appreciate it. Chico Fernandez sends a super chat. He said he's he's drinking some Shivas 18 He's the Shivas 18. He's going whiskey heavy jails. So the, the <laughs> bottles are popping tomorrow night. Chico Fernandez is getting it Yo. in. Danny Thomas, he's definitely out on uh, on on Westbrook. He says he wants to trade Randall for Buddy Heald Signed Joe Harris and Christian Wood draft, Kira Jalen Smith or Cassius Stanley at 27 or Turo at 38. Alright, so Dan Daniels got a uh, pretty solid game plan there. I'm not too high on Buddy Hill at that point, but he um, wouldn't, wouldn't be terrible. Tatum757, appreciate it. Gerard OV, appreciate it. He says, take this money and buy a player. Lakers. He's a Laker fan, J.L. But, but felt bad for us. <laughs> Omar G- Godinez says, uh, "Move up Kenny Wooten and Lamar Peters from the G League." Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's it, man. So yeah, five more likes to 900 on KnicksFanTV Fan TV. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Share these videos. Subscribe to the channel, and we will see you guys tomorrow night. Yes, peace.